0: to carry this heavy cross our weight of sin. We gather here, O God, to remember what you did for us on the cross and to invite others to partake of this great feast and this great supper. I pray and I thank you for your glory that is here right now. I thank you for the angels of God, the the captains of the host of angels that are here right now. I thank you for the archangel who is here also right now to see to the proceedings of the service and your people. My only prayer is that none of us will leave this presence the same as we came. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody said amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. Luke chapter 14. Welcome once again to this our great invitation service. Wherever you came from, God bless you. It's Ronald here. Passad. Ron. Is that Ronald? Hey, he's here. Beautiful, beautiful. That's my good friend. Wonderful. It's very nice that you, you know, you responded to our invitation. I, um, I went somewhere, I was in La Retreat yesterday, um, you know, trying to also do my best. And um, I met a young man who, as I started talking to him, he started smiling. And so I said, Wamba, you, you know something that I don't know? He said, no, 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 talk, talk, you, you talk. So I continued to talk about the church and about God and about the service. Then yeah, yeah, he said, yeah, you know his way." And all of that. Then he took his phone and um, he showed me a WhatsApp picture. I think somebody here, I know the person. has been trying to get a person to come to church. So the person's message, I think he recognized my face. The person's DP is my face. So he pressed the DP and said, "Is that not the pastor?" I said, that's the pastor. He said, it's not you? I said, look like me. (laughs) His name is Ryan. (laughs) Yes, you know him, right? It's Ryan. It's a gentleman called Ryan in our retreat. I hope he will um, come one of these days. I'm sure it's somebody who I know very well who is talking to the gentleman about God. Amen. You're welcome. Uh, my message shortly is the great invitation. We have communion today as well. Today is the first Sunday of the month, July. So what we do traditionally is that we, um, we, we eat bread and we drink wine. Eh? We drink wine until we are drunk. <laughs> so those of you who like wine, every Sunday must come. We drink wine here. Uh, yeah, that's why Pastor Calvin is here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Alright, so Luke chapter 14 verse 1, not 16 verse 1 I got a revelation mark so you didn't get it Luke chapter 14, I want to read from verse 1 um, to where we want to get to, so I hope you are comfortable the place can be a little hot but that's okay, we are all black people, we are born here (laughs) if you feel hot you are not an American I beg you (laughs) we are all born here in this beautiful hot weather. if your mother was pushing out, it was very hot. Uh, you are actually living in the heat of your mother's womb. So don't, 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 don't make us feel bad that the place is hot or anything. Uh, we, know, we know it's hot. We're good. This is a part of the world that you sweat. Sweating is good. You should go to some places, they want to sweat, but they can't sweat. Because the place is cold, 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 cold bad. You get it? So to sweat is a very nice thing. Just make sure that when you sweat, it doesn't leave. You know, eh? there are some people they can't control sweat. When they sweat, it's, it's, it's it give them bad feelings. Yeah, it put them into trouble and all kinds of things. So, Luke chapter fourteen, verse one. Listen to this um, passage very, very carefully. The Bible says that when it came to pass, as he, that is Jesus, as he went into the house of one of the chief Pharisees, let's do new living translation. New living translation, please. And it came to pass. All right, everything will come to pass. How many believe that? Everything will come to pass. Amen. He says, On on, on Sabbath day, Jesus isn't it better here. King James said he, and who's he? So, new living Translation is tell us who he is. One Sabbath day, one Sabbath day, Jesus went to eat dinner. I Many of you have eaten dinner before. Uh, dinner. dinner is one of the main meals of the day, they say. Yeah, yeah. Dinner is very important. If you eat uh, shine rice, it's not dinner. Shine rice is not dinner. Uh, bacon salt fish is not dinner. Uh, egg and sausage is not dinner. <laughs> uh, plantain. And cheese is not dinner. One Sabbath day, cheese straw is not dinner. <laughs> One Sabbath day, Jesus went to eat dinner. May you go and eat dinner also. Ah. In the home of a leader of the Pharisees, and the people were watching him closely. People like watch peep pastors and things, nah? He's not a pastor? Ah, okay. So, in verse 2, he says, there was a man there whose arms and legs were swollen. Okay? Uh, King James says he was suffering from dropsy or edema. Dropsy is like, the person has water in their body. So he was what? What, what is the verse 2? Let's say it again. That person was what? Was swelling? Whose body was swollen swelling, swelling with fluid. So the foot was big when you press it, you leave marks inside, leave water inside. That's edema dropsy. All right, and so fluid was stuck in the person. All right, sweetie, new living translation. Good, Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in religious law Is it permitted in the Lord to heal people on the Sabbath day or not? Rudy, can you hear me? Who else can hear me at the back? Is there somebody at the back I know who can hear me? Wife, can you hear me? You know my voice how many years ago now. Your testimony is not real. Anybody at the back who I know? Is that Gavin? Okay, you know me. You know my voice. The lady at the back with white. Is a white top? Young lady at the back with a nice long hair, American hair. Can you hear me? Claire? You can hear me clear. Who is a little one with on the black top? She looks very exciting. Who is that? Do I know you? I don't know you. You know me? I don't know you, you don't know me, but we know each other today, huh? All right, good, good, good. All right. So if you can hear me, then that's good. So Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in religious law is it permitted in the law to heal people on the Sabbath day or not? Remember in the olden days there was a particular day you can't do anything no matter your need. You cannot do anything. It's a Sabbath day because the Bible says remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. In those days there was, you can't if you are sick you cannot be taken to the hospital. You have to be in your house. It was so strict. So Jesus came to change that. why our Adventist friends and brothers, we don't take them on. Because they they can't take us back to the days where on the Sabbath day you can't do anything else. God realized that all of those things were not helping us. We're still bad. The Sabbath day, we will not do anything, but we're still bad people. So if Jesus came to, say you know what, it is not a matter of following some rules. So he wanted to test the guys and see whether they were warm. You get it? Now, I, I, I called one of, the, one of our church members the other day. That's somebody who I've known for years in the church. But I think we hardly talk on the phone. So this day I just realized, so I just decided, let me just call the person on the phone. So I called the person and I was asking them about something, where they work. And I was asking whether they, if there's life at the workplace. The person was confused. He said, Bishop, please, I don't understand. So I said, you know what? You don't talk, you don't talk with me on the phone. That's why you don't understand my language. <laughs> How come you've been in the church so many years and I'm asking you if there's life at your workplace? Do you understand if I say, is yes, there life? The person couldn't, couldn't understand. I said, you don't know me. Are you there? Oh, are you there? So I'm saying here that you could not do anything on that day, on a Sabbath day. So Jesus came to change things, but He wanted to know whether the people were warm. When I use the word "warm," that's when I went back there. If the people were warm, means that if the people understood, if they were conversant, if they they are very good with the laws of Moses. In verse four, the Bible says, "When they refused to answer, <laughs> why, why, why do you think they refused to answer?" Because so when you see how the guy is swollen with fluid. I mean, it's, it's, it's sad. And they knew that Jesus could do something. And so they, they were hesitant to say, oh, no, you can't do because it would mean that they were wicked people. And they also knew that they, even though they are not wicked people, that the law also doesn't allow. So, so they didn't answer. They, they, you see, when you, when you know the answer to a question, you know it's bad. Don't no answer. Just, just smile. Or just look at the person who asks you the question. They did not answer. Is that Regan? Hey, Regan sing. What? Sing, 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 sing. Good, good, good. I have to baptize you again today, Regan. Yeah? I got some water of the back. I put you in water today. <laughs> When they refused to answer Jesus touched the sick man because the, the, the lack of answer means that. They say silence means consent. Have you heard that before? Silence means consent. So sometimes if I don't say anything it means that okay I agree. That's what, that's a, the that's a, that's a, that's a saying. It's not in, in the Bible but it's true. They didn't answer. So Jesus said if you don't answer then it means that I can heal the guy. So Jesus touched the sick man and healed him and sent him away. Then he turned to them and said, Which of you doesn't work on the Sabbath? He's robbing it now. He's trying to rob it in. (laughs) Which of you doesn't work on the Sabbath? If your son or your cow falls into a pit, don't you rush to get him out on the Sabbath? You will and get him out. You see, if, if, if you don't know how to swim, your, your full falls into water. You jump into the water. <laughs> okay, huh? You jump in. You don't care whether you drown or not. You, you're looking for your foot. <laughs> yeah, people are somewhere So he says, you rush to get him out. Verse 6. Again, they could not answer. Because Jesus was speaking the truth. It goes to the next verse. When Jesus noticed that all who had come to the dinner were trying to sit in the seats of honor, near the head of the table, he gave them this advice. So, he went for dinner. Somebody came I showed around who was sick. He asked the people whether it's okay at dinner time on a Sabbath day to heal the person. They didn't say it so he healed the person. Then, before they could go out and say this man he's somewhere and other, then he asked them he asked them a question and they still couldn't say anything. So then he he realized that the people who were invited to the dinner, they were all trying to find the front seats, the front row, trying to sit in the seats of honor near the head of the table. So he gave them this advice, and this is the advice I want to give you, Amen. He says, when you are invited to a wedding feast. Don't sit in the seat of honor. When you're invited to a place, when you go, don't go out and go and sit in a very important place. Because you may not be important. You may think you're important, but you may not be important at the feast. Because, let's say, you came to church. I mean, I don't know who you are. Maybe you're a rich man. Maybe you're a big man you know, you are Mr. Singh, you know, you, 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 your honey is your wife. You're the big man, isn't it? You, know, you come to the church, and then you say, you know what, me, I like the front seat. You, you, you want to sit next to my wife, honey. You realize here that you are not a bee. No, you see, before you realize, somebody will come and tell you, please, you can't sit there. And then before you realize, you will ask yourself, why I can't sit there? No, the mistake you are making is that as much as you are important, you are not important at the place where you have gone to. If you are important, let the guests or let the place determine that indeed you are important. Are you with me? Are you, are you, are you, so say, where you go, you're invited to weddings. Don't sit in the good seat. Don't sit in the seat of honor. What if someone who is more distinguished than you also has been invited? And That person's seat is what you are sitting on. There's all your fancy clothes, your, your fancy dress, all your fancy rings, your fancy chain, and everything your haircut, your hairstyle. Then people come and they tap you and say, Sweetie, uh, please remove <laughs> somebody. Calling you, <laughs> the host will come and say, Give this person your seat. Then you'll be embarrassed. Of course, you'll be embarrassed. And you will have to take whatever seat is left at the foot of the table. Foot, not the head. The foot, the foot, chicken foot. I have a a man of God brother who doesn't want to see chicken foot at all. He said, "How can you cook with something that they they used to step in the the, the mud and in the sun? You cook it for me to eat?" He said, "No, I won't see (laughs) that." If he sees taking food, food he'll never eat. (laughs) All right. Instead, take the lowest place at the foot of the table. Then, when your host sees you, he will come and say, Friend, we have a better place for you. Then you'll be honored in front of all the other guests. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And those who humble themselves will be exalted. Then he turned to his host. When he put on a luncheon or a banquet, he said, Don't invite your friends, brothers, relatives, and rich neighbors, for they will invite you back. And that will be your only reward. Instead, invite the poor. So you are a poor person to be invited here. <laughs> You invite the crippled, invite the lame, invite the blind. Then at the resurrection of the righteous, God will reward you for inviting those who could not repay you. What shall you want? Invite the poor, Lord. Invite people who who can invite you again, because that's how we, we relate. We relate in a sense that we do things for people who can also tomorrow do something for us in return. In fact, many people are offended when they do things for people and they don't do anything for them back. It is some people's dilemma. is some people's depression. I am always helping people, and all that I get is I just get bad. I know I'm it becomes a whole depressive something. i a good person, but people don't 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 give me back what I give to them says that if you only do things for people who can return that, that favor, so your reward is just that. Is it so? When it comes to invitation, invitation, you have to understand something when it comes to invitation, especially invitation to the church. If you were invited here, then you are the one I'm talking to. And if you are not invited here, you are also the one I'm talking to. It is something, there's something about invitation. That's why we call this service the great invitation. Because it's not everybody who gets invited. So everybody who gets invitation. As we invited people, some people didn't get invitation. And you got an invitation to come here. You have been invited to a very, very special table. You go on to verse 15. Let's continue with your clearer. Hearing this, a man sitting at a table with Jesus exclaimed, what a blessing it will be to attend a banquet, a banquet in the kingdom of God. In other words, what a blessing it is to be invited because you can't tell if you are not, not invited. If you go to a place where you are not invited, they can tell you, please, you are not welcome here. Sometimes they say, members only. Yeah. Isn't it? They say, members only. Not that member. There are places where you go. They say, members only. Or oh, you enter a store or a shop. They say, staff only. You want to pee. But they say, there's no pee here. But say, what is that? So it's for staff only. There are not oh, but... I saw P to a staff. He said, yes, yeah, staff P. It's a type of P. Your P is not welcome here. Then you, <laughs> then, you, then you understand that people who are invited or given the privilege to attend to something are blessed. You see, it's so sad. This morning, I went, I drove my car. I went to a place. A lady promised me yesterday. She said, this morning. I said, 9.30. She said, yes. She set her uh, her watch. I said, I was there at night. She said, She can't come. I said, Hey, if only you know what is being given to you. If only you know the number of people who wish they would have been invited and have not been invited. You can ask Sister Ava from from, from, uh, Amelia's or Blender. I said her tip. She said she's coming. I said, don't come. She, she rang down my phone. 200 times she rang my phone. Until I said, okay, come, 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 come. Then she came. I, I, I cancelled her invitation. You see, my phone was my phone was crying. <laughs> have you seen a phone crying before? <laughs> my phone was crying with her name on it. When I took my phone, I said, hey, what have I done wrong? <laughs> Because people don't realize what it is to be invited to a function, number one. And to be invited to the kingdom of God is something too great. Too great. That's what he says. What a blessing it will be be to attend a banquet in the kingdom of God. As for party. You see, if, if, as for Sundays, there are some people who just go to sunday every day. The person who's dead, does not they don't know them. They just go and keep their body. So, oh, somebody dead? Okay, let me go and see. Oh! He's looking so nice, like he's sleeping. You don't know the person. There are people like that. I remember I was burying a dead in Landerpente. A few, <laughs> a few years ago, as we closed the, the casket, we had closed the casket, we were pushing it into the tomb. Then from nowhere, I want to see she. I want to see So I said, I, said Why are you say it's me, cousin? It's me, cousin. I said, So, what were you doing? The viewing, what were you doing? The funeral. Why is it now when you're pushing the dead body into the tomb? You want to see she face. What, what is going to happen when you see she face? <laughs> you want to see your she cousin? She only here. She, she never knew cousin dead, She just here and she rushed to the place. You remember, right? <laughs> and, and I wanted to behave myself, so I didn't say anything. If it was my death, We would be nothing. It wasn't my dead. so I said, Look at the family. Ah, mama, let she see, let she see, let she see, mama. Sometimes it's a witch who's coming to take the person's face, a picture of the face to carry on and go and scare people in their dreams. Why do you want to see the body as the last person before we push it into the door? Why? Why? Of course, you have to come up with some kokuanasi story so that we can believe you. What a blessing to be invited! So funerals, parties, these places you can go and go with somebody. Even the, 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 the more they say something, the more the merrier. The more the merrier. So when you're invited to a party and you go with a friend, it's even nicer. You just share your, you just share your high wine, you just share your uh, uh, ice cream, you just share your Bacardi. You just share whatever is given to you, your your your, shot, your, your quarter your whatever you shot. You just take a little and then you pass it, and they take a little, it's like weed. You take a pull, and I take a pull. <laughs> 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 pool. Puff, <pull. laughs> puff, puff 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 and pass. Puff puff and pass. So you do and you pass. It makes the smoking even nice. <laughs> yeah. It's nice when you're fooling and you have somebody to fool with you. <laughs> Always. Yeah. It's like when you're fighting, you have somebody to come and fight with you. It's so nice. Yeah, let, come, let's go beat here. Let us go beat here. It was only you, you don't go beat somebody up. You get beat. You get beat up Like the sentence is beat up, right? It's incorrect. But I say you get beat. That's not good is. You get beat up. Okay, not down, up. Good, good. good. You get beat up. <laughs> up, up. You get beat up. Up. <laughs> what a blessing it will be. We live in a country where if you're invited to church people don't find it important hey i said i i i said i drove my car how many of you have sat in my car before a lot of you have never sat in my car before i drove i said i was even waiting for calvin when calvin comes i'll go with calvin i said, no 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 calvin akila gotta do breakfast for him and gotta kiss up and hug up before he comes and oh you come late so i always wait. i just drove my car Went to the place. He saw me. I packed my car. He said, No, sorry, I can't come to I said, hey. Yesterday she was drinking. It was a woman who she was drinking. So when I approached her, she said, Pastor, to be honest with you, I'm drinking. I said, I like I like people like that. <laughs> so I said, Okay, no problem. she said, tomorrow. I okay, can I pray for you? you said, no, I don't, don't want to disrespect God. I do not want to appear before the Lord is drunk. <laughs> Tell her some holy sister. <laughs> and I was telling her, you know, she's of, she's, of, she's of a certain race. I was telling her, I know the male version of this race. They rather suffer from drinking. But a, I've not met a female version yet. She said, she's trying for a stop. I said, trying for a stop? This opportunity to stop. He said, next week. Uh, I said, next week? You could die by next week. She said, oh, by faith, you won't die. I said, death is not by faith. Oh. When you die, you die. <laughs> you, you don't know Bible. I know Bible. You're trying to use Bible words against me. Who said that when you have faith, death can go? you have faith, you can be healed. If you have faith, you can get money. If you have faith, you can get uh, food. But faith does not take away death. It is appointed unto man who wants to die. What about? You, you think I don't go to church? I just go to church. Then I said, I gave my life to Jesus in 1989. She said, oh, I was born a year later. I said, look at you, it's a little girl. When I gave my life to Christ after sixth form, that's when she was born. She could be my daughter. She says she's 35 or something. She could be like, Yeah, I could have 35, 36 years old. I only look so i, I It's big, you know. It's a big man. <laughs> it's a big guy. Big guy. What a blessing it will be to attend. It's like, what a blessing it will be to be invited into the kingdom of God to eat. Then, then Jesus realized that the guy is trying to bring himself because Jesus understood how people disrespect and dishonor invitation especially when it's linked to the kingdom of God let me tell you, there are many things in the kingdom of God that when you invite people to be part of they frown on it, they just refuse it so many things even the invitation to read your Bible to hear what God is saying many people don't like reading their Bibles The invitation to give so that God will give back to you. Many people don't want to give money. They say the church doesn't need any money. So we invite people to give money. Give money to God. God says give an offering. People say, what? 5,000? What? it's enough money? So when this guy made this comment, and you see sometimes, sometimes in the presence of an important person, a comment you make will we'll, we'll draw some wise things out of the person. I remember, I was, we were driving with a, a prophet, Bishop Daggyward Mills, uh, on our way to a town in Liberia called Zuidro. The first place he was going to have a crusade. So we we're in a SCAR together. And, you know, he was talking about leadership. So you see a lot of trees, bush, and he said, Collins, you are from Amsterdam. He said, I'm Saddam, you, you know I'm sorry. I said, yeah, 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 He said, only see bush like this. I said, no, Bishop. He said, look, the white man make use of every little ground they have. In in, in Europe, there's no land to bury anybody. Give me a hand. In Europe, there's no land to bury nobody. Come on. If they're going to keep land to bury Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith's grandfather, do you think there'll be space to do anything there? They burn you. It's not, it's not even your choice. You can't say, we you want to be cremated or not. No, we burn you, cremated, simple. You're finished. Then, if you want a, a piece of land, it's 100,000 US dollars. You say, oh, okay, please burn me, it's okay. <laughs> what is the use of spending 100,000 dollars on a body that is dead? So he asked, I said, I'm sorry. Even up to the airport, you see farms all the way to the runway. Making use of every piece of land. Now, as we were going, then he was talking about leadership. Then he said, Oh, there was a president of Ghana who he thinks is a very, very good uh, uh, leader. And he mentioned his name. And I know that that same president arrested Prophet's father, put him in jail, disgraced him. And after the jail sentence, he, he wasn't the same again until he died. Because he was a very rich, honorable man. And that president, when he came into power, he said, every rich man is a thief. Just like that. that. So he arrested Mr. N. N. Hewitt Mills. Nathaniel Lee, Lee Lanque Hewitt Mills. Because he said he doesn't understand how he has too many spoons, forks, and knives in his kitchen. Yeah. If you have money in the bank after a certain amount, he freezes your account. It was a terrible time. It was called revolution. He comes to the market and he asks, how much is a pound of rice? A pound of uh, uh, flour? And then you say, it's 300. You are, it's supposed to be 240. Lashes, take you to the uh, uh, barracks. Lashes. Because you jack in the price. It was a revolution. People disappeared just like that at random. Yeah, we need some here, right? <laughs> we need some broader market. <laughs> <Gassy. laughs> wow. There was a young boy who was in his early 30s. So he arrested a prophet's father, put him in jail. And then videoed him and he came on six o'clock so close news. A, 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 a renowned moon lawyer. Rich man disgracing my life just because he's rich. So the man's heart was broken and, and according to prophet, he died not so long after that and, and it affected him. And then prophet is saying that that president was a good leader. So in the car, I ask, I, I, because I've heard him say it on, on, in messages over and over. So I said, ah, Prophet, I am surprised that you are saying that this man is a good leader. Because he, knowing what he did to your dad, he said, you have asked a good question. And he started. Oh, Lord. <laughs> revelations upon revelations upon revelations. Because he was not being emotional about what the guy did, but practically did to his father. But what he has done in the country. So he was taking his motions out and just making an objective judgment of the leadership type or the leadership style of this man. And I was very impressed. I was surprised. Because... If any president ar- arrests you and I, our grandfather or our mother, and put them in jail, you don't like the president anymore. <laughs> Even President Ali has never done anything to you, but you don't like him because he's Indian. You know, do nothing to you. He fought it here, treason. Uh, he had it here ben he it bench cop, treason. I mean, all kinds of things. Though. and so this guy said something that touched something in Jesus spark something. Because the guy understood the importance of invitation into the kingdom of God. You may be here, somebody invited you, but you don't go to church regularly. Mm. Don't take this opportunity for granted. That's what we call great invitation. There's no invitation you ever have in your life than this one. That is great. So listen to what Jesus said, verse 16. Jesus replied not with a sentence but with a story. It means that Jesus started talking, you know? If if you say, man, this man like talk. It's not that he liked talk, but the, 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 the guy, the Pharisee, you know, struck something in him, a chord in his in his heart. Because Jesus knew that many people just rubbish and make they they make useless invitations to be a pastor, invitation to go to Bible school, invitation to dance in the church, invitation to sing in the church, invitation to be an usher in the church, invitation to sweep in the church, people don't know that no matter what you do in the church, it carries with it a certain honor and blessing and Jesus knew that, so he says you know what Bye, you me. Bye, 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 hey, hey bye. With us, he said, A man prepared a great feast. He didn't want to say God prepared a great feast. That God built a church in number two canal. And then we invited you. As I passed Larry Treat, I mean, it was very interesting how I met this guy. And I know it's Anna. <laughs> it's Cherry who invited a guy. And then there's a gentleman who is here. She says, but ah, you is me pastor I said, how? how? I said, I ah, just come to your church I said, nah I said, man Sister Tumika is bringing me major I said, what? he went and reached his phone he said, I can call you <laughs> he called my major and he said, I want you to talk to somebody here Then he gave me the phone I said, major, it's me, I'm here I'm talking to a gentleman, he says he knows you <laughs> It's so interesting how it, 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 and he was telling me something. The, the, the guy was telling me a story. He said he was sitting on the roadside, he was drinking rum. He and somebody. And he says that major past. Then, you know the, the part that is dark from between La between Larry Treaton. Is it two flocked? There's nobody in two flock though. I think I took you Lexus uh, locations and I went to do it. There's only one rice, rice meal in two flock. There's two flock has nobody else. So, the, the bridge, there's a bridge before you go to Nimes. Gaffos. That, that part is very dark. Those of you driving at night. <laughs> so, from Larry Trade's going there. So, Major was almost at the bridge. And then the, the gentleman said, he saw she stopped and turned and came and came to talk to him about God and about church. Major, you have something here. It is not accidental. He's here as I'm preaching. He's right there. When, at this morning, when I went, he said, You know what he told me? He said, He said, Man, Pastor, I, I, I take a little shot, man. I can't come today. I can't come to the father's house like that. I said, Father is not thinking about shot. I can drink short and we all go. <laughs> if you like, I can, you can even drink right here. He said, Nah, I tried, I tried, I tried. I tried. He was, Then after a while, I saw him. He said, Tumika, see, he coming for me? I'll go and get ready. I said, hey. Happened to you too, right? It's <laughs> that's, that's a cherry coming for me, so you, you galang your way. That's say, she has something. But it's interesting, thanks Major. It's interesting how you come across people who know the church. I was talking to a, a police officer, officer in charge of, of a police station and then as I mentioned the name of the church he looked at me anytime you mention the name of the church and people know the church you you can see from their face so I said what do you know about the church he didn't smile no police officer don't smile just like that when they smile you take them for granted so they don't smile then he said hmm you got a church in Wales I said yeah he said them sisters like bully you. <laughs> I don't take bully. <laughs> That's why? He said, when they, when they come into your bus, they position themselves all over the place. Everybody talking to somebody about church. He said, I don't take bully. I don't take bully. <laughs> I mean, it made me laugh. Because it made me proud that somebody can say this about us we are trying to get you to God and to church. Which many people don't respect because they don't understand the type of invitation they are receiving. If you get an invitation to go to America you'll be very excited. You can't really sleep. But the way you get an invitation to come to church you will tell us a good day. Don't let that good day be the day your coffin or your casket comes to the church. Because that's what happened to somebody. He was invited to church. He never responded to the invitation. Until one day he responded, but in a coffin. In a box. Jesus replied with this story. So, so it means that the story is very important. And this is the story. He said, A man, God, 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 who can be a God or a man prepared a great feast and sent out many invitations. Oh, oh. How many people are always invited to church? Bible said, Many, many are called. God is always doing things for many people. The man invited many. What a great invitation. A great feast. And so he needed a lot of people. You see, many people say, uh, if God loves you, he will not send them to hell. But heaven is so big. God created heaven for all of us. That if we believe in Jesus Christ, then we'll be with him in heaven. Heaven is so big. The feast that God has created, that is the heaven that God has created. Heaven is so big and he's talking through Jesus all the time talking through the church talking through a sister, talking to a brother to you and that is the great feast, that is the great invitation Jesus, God has extended this invitation to everybody I don't think there's anybody here who said they don't know, they've not heard about God before or they've not heard about church before the difference is what you have heard how much of it have you believed and how much of it have you taken serious He sent out many invitations? When the banquet was ready, he sent his servant to tell the guests, "Come, the food is ready, the drink is ready." What happened? But they all began making excuses. Can you believe this? Great feast, great banquet. Anybody who is invited to a party you hardly say no something you got to be sick yeah there, there are people you know back home in, in Ghana where I grew up people you know we used to they have, they have a certain name they call them uh, go and throw the food away only when I'm asleep only when I'm sick it means that no matter the day or the time, you can't throw away food. They're barely waiting. Can't throw away food. They, they got to be sick before they watch you and then you throw the food away. Nah! Say, so, give, me, give me a kind of space. I have, I have a two bedroom and a, and a living room here. I, I have space for the food. Compartment. Many mansions in my stomach. A great feast. And when he, you see, people were invited and they did not respect the invitation. And so he, he's saying this in relation to what the man, the Pharisee, the statement he made that it is, it is a blessing to be invited to the banquet in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus, Allah, i tell you something. by you you strike my court. So he, said, I, he said, they all began, they all began making excuses. One said, one said, I have just bought a field. I just bought a house lot in Diamond on the East Coast. I just got a house lot. He said, I must go and inspect it. Please excuse me. How do you buy a land before you go and inspect it? many will do that? You buy the land and then later on you go and inspect what you have bought. You're you're going to waste your money if that's how you're going to behave. In fact, they say that if you want to buy a land, wait until the rainy season before you buy a land. Because when it rains, you'll see in Guyana whether you're buying a land or you're buying a a, a pond. Yeah, you have to wait. If you want to buy a land, buy it in the rainy season. Do you see the type of land you're, you're spending your money on? It's a river you're buying... A fish pond, yeah, crap. yeah, no, you have to wait until the rain he when there's no rain. well, wow, land's 40 by 80, oh, just six million. Say, Charlie, catch what do you think? Let me go make it say, Yeah, man, let me buy, man, because, man, you know, then it starts raining. So, Lord Jesus, <laughs> well, am Then, now you feel cheated. because you don't even know when to buy a land. You bought a land, now he's going to inspect it. It is only because. He doesn't respect the man and the invitation that he has received. Verse 19. Another said, I have just bought five pairs of oxen and I want to try them. Please excuse me. They they, they are trying to be so... They say, please. They are adding please for you to feel sorry for them. Excuse me. Who buys a car before you go and test it? They, they, They offer test drives. If you live abroad, they can give you the car, you drive it around. Sometimes they even give you a day or two drive it, test-free drive, And, and when you sit inside and you feel comfortable and then you want to buy it, you, 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 you sign the agreement and you buy it. But you have bought yoke of oxen, which is in our modern day a vehicle. You've bought it already. It's now you're going to do a test drive. After you've given the money to the garage, to Akbar, you've given Akbar money, now you're going to drive the car to see whether the car is good. Is it problems you want? Because you go back to Agba and say, give me back my money because the car doesn't sound nice. I remember my my second car many years ago. I bought it from Trance on the East Coast. I went to Trance. I I I drove the car around. I drove the car in the yard. I have a big yard. You didn't let me go out, but I I drove it around, the picnic. I drove it around. It feels feels nice. Okay, all right. So, how much? Then we started talking about money. I had to sit inside. I had to drive it. My first car, I was buying a morino. Anytime I see a morino, I said, wow, that's a nice sport car. Until I went to car care and I sat inside. My head was hitting the roof. I said, no, 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 no. I ain't able. I can't sit in the vehicle that my head is hitting the roof. You have to test things before you, you drive. That's the Bible says in First John chapter 4, verse 1, says, test all spirits. You have to test the spirit, and he says, Cling or seek to the one that is good. You have to test things. And that's why I even mean. some people like to have sex with you before they marry you. But that's not true. That's not correct. It's giving you taste. You don't taste human um, substance. <laughs> Another said, I just got married. Oh, this is one of the most emptiest excuses ever. You just got married. Is this not a dinner you can take your wife to? Free food? So you are, you realize that the invitation was not understood. It was not respected. It was not regarded. It's a nice place to take your fresh wife. Dress up. Put on your, your, your how many penny ring, uh, uh, ring? And walk around. And show your, your, your your ring on your finger. How do you say that because you have, you have married a wife, you can't come to the party? Who says that? Who says that? Sweetie, come let me go on. Because you tell your wife, you, I was going to take you to dinner, but somebody invited us to dinner, so me, 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 but I'll spend me money no more. Let me go eat. And it wasn't a simple feast. It was a great feast. He said, I can't come. So, Jesus is trying to help us understand from what the man said that invitations, let me tell you, you don't know what God has in store for you. If only you knew, you stick to the invitation and respond to it and honor the invitation. The servant returned and told his master what they had said. His master was furious and said, why well, was he furious? Because he asked the people. The, 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 the people I pass you. the people I pass here. the people I pass him, I've spent money. I work hard for my money. Rich people don't give money away, you know. Work hard for his money. And then he has organized a t- Tents and tables and chairs and canopies and what? Napkins and cutlery and drinks and food. Only for a certain type of people in a society. Only for you to tell me that I can't come with those fancy excuses. That's what we say. I don't have church clothes. The place is far. The church is long. The service is long. What? Number two? You me will go there? Over the river? Over the sea. Not the river, over the sea. All kinds of excuses we come up with. So the man was so furious and said, go quickly into the streets, now this time, and into the alleys of the town and invite the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Because these are the people who seem to respect invitation because already they feel like they are outcasts, they are rejected. So when somebody says, come and sit down and eat with me, they feel so happy. It's a privilege to be invited. And it's a privilege to be invited into the kingdom of God. When the story goes on to the end, you see how the man was so angry with the people who did not come. God has a plan for you. I never knew God had a plan for me like this until I responded to the invitation about 30-something years ago. Maybe this is your opportunity. After you've lived 30 years, after you lived 40 years, after you lived 18 years, to now discover what God has in store for your life. You see, ladies and gentlemen, most of the time, we live our lives according to our plans. One of the things I talk about, especially immigration-wise, Is when I I realized in Guyana families migrate and they file for other family members to join them I, I saw the deception of the devil in avoiding the plans of God because I migrated I migrated from my country I went to Europe to live I don't live in Europe anymore because of the plans of God for my life I am not living for money anymore money now is following me So when I, when I realized that in our country, Guyana, I realized that many people are unconsciously being led into a life that is not God's plan. Because life that we live here on earth is three things. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. What you see and impresses you, that's what people move to. What you feel and is nice, that's what people move to. What makes people feel nice in life, that's what they gravitate towards to. So anything that is out of these three areas, people don't like it. People don't choose it. That is why you are likely to be living a life according to your own plans. I'm telling you that right now. You are likely to be living a life like that. Everything you are doing, even, even the woman you married, the man you married, the man you want to marry, the places you are going, all of them is because you want to go there. It's not because of God. But I want to tell that God has plans. Plans. Great plans. The feast is a great feast. You will see, the first time I traveled, I went to Strasbourg in France. I think I've, I've, shared, I've shared that story with you before. And I was in a hotel in a place called San Quentin. In the, in, the, in the winter. I tell you, the bed alone, when you sleep, you don't want to wake up. Like a small cottage. And it was snowing. So when you go under the duvet, ah, you don't want to get up. It was that trip I went to my boss, was a Swiss guy, Peter Hauserman. It was that trip that I realized I discovered that when you go to a dinner, you can have about three or four glasses for you. But in your house, you have one particular cup, you do everything inside no? tea, water, <laughs> and drink coffee, <laughs> porridge, everything in one cup. Yeah, so you see, when you live such a life, when you go to a restaurant. You, the, the, the glass you drink from, you drink water from it, you pour Cokes inside and drink, and the people who make at are using some, some village person who come to this restaurant. The glass that you, you drink uh, water from, that's not the glass you drink juice from. If you realize when you go to a restaurant, if, depending on the drink you request, it comes in a different glass. If you ask for wine, it comes with a, a glass with a is it a, a Long, something you can hold. If you ask for Cokes, it comes to the glass that is around. If you ask for water, you don't get them glass in the fine, You don't get water in that. You went there already? <laughs> <laughs> you shall be there. Are you following? It was that place I discovered that one person can have about three or four glasses. But there's a, a There's a cutlass on the table for for for, for beef, for steak, for chicken. There's another cutlass for fish. That looks very different. Yeah, no, that knife we use. You can't use that to eat fish. uh, Fish is so not so hard for you to cut. It's so tender. You spoil the fish. There's no spark. Would you spoon and fork together? Well, you eat everything with every. I had forks, knives, spoons, and then teaspoons. It's, it's a whole operation covered. So when I sat, I was confused. And I learned that, I learned from someone that when you go to a table and you are confused, just watch, watch what somebody is doing. When you sit down, you take the napkin, some people put it here, some people put it on their lap. You take it, you put it on the side of the table. It's just for all. You put it in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And then you forget everything, you say, I want to use fork. For, use fork for everything. Then you put your hand inside the food also. Yeah, all oh, everything. And there are is there. Yeah. You see that you can't cut the bone, the steak, so you take the steak, you look around there. Yeah. When you go to a great banquet, what is on the table, it will amaze, it will blow you away. And I'm saying this to tell you that what God has in store for your life yeah. Kelly, Divine, Anna what kind of name are you here? Uh, Michaela, Makeda, fancy names you got. God has a plan for you that if you were to respond to that invitation you'd be surprised, you'd be amazed what he will reveal to you and will give to you. Yeah. That's why we invited you here today. So That's why you invited to you today, and it is just the first invitation. The second invitation is for you to decide and say, "Lord, yes, I came to the church, but I want to know you. I want to know you." And that is that is what God is looking for. That's what God is expecting. Remember, there are consequences. Let me show you the scripture, and I'll close. It's closing time. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 25. For those who refuse invitation to the great feast. No rich man will put together a great feast and you say you won't go and the next time he will invite you again. That's the end of invitation. Is that not how we even behave? If you have a friend, you have your wedding, you invite them, they don't come. I mean, when you see them on the road after your wedding, you say, what are you? Hmm. We ain't talking to you no more. You look at them, some will pass you straight so? Ma, what are do you doing? What you doing? My girl, girl, of me. Because they invited you to their wedding, you didn't turn up. Because when you don't, when you don't take invitations, you, 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 are, you are saying something negative to the person who is inviting you, who likes you, who prefers you, who loves you. That's why he invited you in the first place. Be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who is speaking. For if the people of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger, we will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. There is a punishment and consequences attached to people who refuse invitations by God and you will not it is not the wedding you didn't go it is not that friend's thing you didn't attend it's not that graduation you didn't go this heaven if you miss heaven if you miss heaven that's it you go to a place where the Bible says the worm never dies have you, have you had trouble with wood ants before? wood ants? wood ants? They are like worms in hell. You gotta trace them to the roots. Otherwise, they'll pop up here. They'll pop up there. One morning they'll pop up here. They'll fight you in your house, I tell you. Oh, that's a cartoon I watch, or something Popeye, or something like that. Some mudans went into his house. They, they ate all the house. <laughs> So he was in a, was Popeye, right? He was in the the, 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 the chair, right? They ate the whole chair as he was sitting on. The point, he just fell. They would not said the chair that he was sitting on. Serious? The house was wooden house. They ate the house as he was inside the house. Then the house just fell apart. They would it all the house. It means real business. If you refuse the invitation, the Bible says, we will not escape. How can we escape? King James says but How can we escape? Give me King James. How can we escape if we? So, the, so for if they escape not, uh, uh, um, uh, for they escape not, who refuses him that speak on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from, from heaven. How shall we escape if we ignore such a great salvation? How can we escape if we ignore such a great invitation? For somebody to let his son die and say, okay, my son will die for you and then everything will be okay. And then his son died and he said, you don't care. Oh, you will care. Right? One day you will care. One day, one day you will care. For refusing the invitation and uh, uh, foolish, making the uh, uh, invitation foolishness, one day you will pay. Now, this is your opportunity to escape death and to escape hell. Stand to your feet, somebody. Of that same chapter. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping Him with holy fear and awe. For our God, for our God, 29. It's a devouring fire. Now he's inviting you. Now it's a feast. Now it's excitement. Now it's enjoyment. But if we refuse, we are going to see the fire that he will raise to punish those who refuse the invitation. This afternoon, every eye closed, every head bowed. This afternoon you are here. Somebody invited you especially. Or you came by yourself. I want you to think about your life. Think about your life. Have you accepted the invitation to be to be a Christian? The Bible says that for, for I stand at the door of your heart and knock. That if any man will hear my voice. And open the door. Jesus and I will come in. Have you opened the door of your heart to Jesus to come in? Jesus wants to come in. If you open your heart to him today, you'll be part of that great banquet. If you refuse this invitation, devouring fire is what will be waiting for you. You want to say, Bishop, please, I want Jesus. I need Jesus. I want to be saved. I I don't want the devouring fire. I want to be part of the banquet. I want to be part of the great feast. That's your desire. That's what you want to experience. You want Jesus to come into your heart. You want to be saved. You want to be born again. You want to be a real child of God. You want your name to be written in the book of life. Bishop please, it's me. My, My right hand is up. I want to pray with you. If your right hand is up don't be shy, don't be afraid. Bishop, please pray for me. I want to be saved. I want to receive the invitation into the kingdom. I want to be be born again. I want my name to be written in the book of life. Bishop, my hand is up. Please pray for me. If you're here like that, I want to pray for you. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. God bless you. Your right hand up high. Bishop, please pray for me. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. I see the hand. God bless you. Keep it up. Keep your right hand up. God bless you. And if you lift it up your hand, I want to ask you to come. My friend, is it up? I want you to come. I want to pray for you. Is that okay? Come to the front. Let me pray for you. Is your hand up? Come. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Come to the Father. Come to Jesus. Follow you! Come to Jesus right now! I see many of you here who want to make a decision to accept the invitation or not. If you die right now, will you go to heaven or you go to hell? If you die right now, will you go to heaven or you go to hell? If you don't know, God is calling you. If you know you'll not go to heaven but you don't want to go to hell, Jesus is calling you right now. Come to the front. I want to pray with you. Come, come, come quickly. Come quickly before I pray. Come, God bless you. Come, 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 come. He said, Bishop, I, I don't want to go to hell when I die. God is calling you. Come to the front. I want to pray with you. Come, come, come to Jesus. You are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell. Come to Jesus. He's calling you. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. God is calling you. Good. Oh, clap up. God bless you. Throw your smile. Take them Good. Good. As a gentleman here who are trying to play tough. God is saying, Don't play tough in his presence before he brings you down to your grave. God bless you. Bless you. There's a guy here. You're playing tough. I don't know, you, but you're playing tough. God is telling me you should come. And surrender your life right now before he takes you down to hell to your grave. There is no time to play tough. You are a tough guy. This is a time to play tough. It's a time to be honest with yourself and say, you know what? Will I go to heaven when I die? If you will not go to heaven, there's no shame. It's time. Now, the invitation is now. Don't wait until the invitation is over. Come to Jesus right now. If it's you, come come very quickly before I pray. Every eye close, every eye close. Let's close your eyes. Don't be shy, don't be afraid. Walk to the front. I want to pray with these people very quickly. Come, walk to the front. Come. 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 God bless you. Come. There's a guy here who needs to give his life to Jesus Christ. Come. If your heart is beating, if your heart is beating fast, it's you. Jesus is calling you. Thank you, Lord. Lift up your hands here if you're here in front. Lift up your hands. Lift it up. It's a sign of surrender. It's a sign of surrender. And we are before God. We are going to talk to God about ourselves and we are going to ask Him to forgive us. I want you to pray this prayer with me. The Bible says if you believe with your heart. You confess with your mouth, you will be saved. Pray this prayer with me. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ died for me. I believe Jesus rose again on the third day I believe Jesus is alive I believe Jesus is Lord I believe Jesus is Lord of my life I open my heart right now and I invite Jesus Christ to come into my life to be my Lord and my Savior I surrender to Jesus I submit to Jesus. Right now. Jesus. Have your own way. In my life. Thank you father. That you love me. And you have saved me. I believe my name. Is in the book of life. I am not disrespecting this invitation. That is why I am here. Declaring boldly. And I need you. Thank you for accepting me Father. And for changing my life. In Jesus name. Amen. Father I pray for everyone here. In front. I pray for your glory. Lift up your hands. I pray for your glory. I pray for your power. to Come upon them. And help them. And heal them. In that name that is exalted above every other name. Let the lives change. Let lives change. Let these lives change. Let His life change. Yes. The great feast. Let him begin to enjoy the great feast. Change in this life. For the better. You love him so much that you give your only begotten son. He has believed. And therefore, I know he will not perish. Thank you, Father, for this beautiful life I have received. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Affect them, affect their lives, help them. Help them, oh God, change their life. Their destinies, oh God. Their destinies, Lord God Almighty, change their destinies, even from now. Even from now bless them oh God keep them keep them in you let them keep running let them keep walking let them keep serving you all the days of their life oh God little girls oh God wherever they find themselves in school after school Lord let them worship let them serve you let them follow you let them walk with you all the days of their lives in the name of Jesus thank you Father for helping them for saving them in Jesus name Amen. We believe you have been blessed By the powerful teaching of God's word For booking and more information On the ministry of Bishop Collins Please call us on 592-225-6760 Or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com You can also log on to www.shepherdhouseinternational.org